S. McVeigh, whose new album, Animal, has recently hit the street. Thank you very much once more for joining us at Lawrence.com. Thanks for having me, Gavin. All right. Uh, give us a little bit of background uh, for those who have not heard the album, such as myself. <laughs> Full disclosure, what is Animal? Uh, what are you aiming for with this album? Well, I don't know if I have, a, have or had a specific goal in mind, even. Um, the album is a concept record uh, discussing uh, disillusionment with religion and, uh, I guess, uh, loss of faith. We've kind of titled it as a, uh, a spiritual breakup record. Um, and uh, the songs, you know, meander through different ideas like uh, religious sexual repression, um, you know, disillusionment with uh, religion being able to communicate with God, uh, concepts like uh, God's will or, or why things happen to us in that manner. Um, so it's, uh, it's a collection of those ideas. It's not what I would say is you know, a cohesive piece in the way that it offers up any answers or that it is a unified story. It's, it's perceptions or feelings that I've had collected into a concept record um it's i i had uh, at the time that i was actually writing it i'd been reading some of the uh contemporary atheist literature that's out there by like dawkins and sam harris and though i would say i had been asked by someone else if it was a part of that collective unit or if i included myself in that i would have to say to some extent yes however animal i believe is an emotional response to the question of religion as opposed to an intellectual or scientific response mm. and how did that manifest in music uh what does the album sound like how do you explore these themes in song sure well i think it sounds like a charles mcveigh record i mean if if you know i, I play piano exclusively on the record um well, I guess not exclusively. I play keyboards and stuff, too. But uh play all the piano and the vocal tracks. And I had the same lineup as on my last release, Modern Living, which would have been Max Paley on bass and Eric Kessinger on drums. So I think sonically, um, the record is probably a progression of some of those ideas. It's uh, definitely melodically saturated and um, probably a little bit edgier music-wise. We... Uh, I was able to write this record with a band instead of writing it and then bringing people in to fill in the spots. So it gave me an opportunity to write a little bit more rockin' tracks. Um, I think that uh, Modern Living being a collection of love songs, I kind of had more of a reputation of being a balladeer in that regard. And I don't necessarily think that's true of all of my work. But... What brought it about was essentially that we had started playing live. Um, I had gotten the boys who had played on Modern Living to start backing me live, and um, we started opening shows, and then we were getting better shows, and we didn't have enough material to, with the band to play you know, a full set. And uh, so I had to write stuff real quick. And uh, so I initially just started writing some songs about halfway through what came out to be Animal, I realized that there is a cohesive theme um, that was going through them, and 
it was about it was around that time I started to probably expand upon it. Packaging of animal, uh, the porn star rock hard Jesus that's on the cover. Uh, is this fulfilling maybe some latent desires you might have had for the Son of God? Um, no, I I'm not really into guys with long hair. <laughs> um, I think Jesus might have been an interesting person to know. Um, I think it's debatable whether or not he really existed. So no, it's not. I don't have a latent affection for Jesus and. Um, the cover initially wasn't going to be as racy as it was. Um, initially, Eric, my drummer, was going to do the cover. Um, he posed for the Modern Living cover as well. And so we were going to do a more tightly cropped shot, actually, that would have been really more of just a side piece. Um, however, he recently got a new tattoo on that part of his flesh and it was no longer going to work with my <laughs> Jesus idea. So Jesus didn't have ink. Yeah. You got to be historically accurate here. <laughs> so scrambling around, I, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do and who I was going to get to post for the cover. And I felt really uncomfortable about asking a bunch of friends to just take off their shirt to see if I could, if they were fit enough to do what I wanted to do. I mean, I think modern living had kind of, you know, uh, a homoerotic cover to it, and it's sort of what I do. So I wanted to keep up with my consistency. I didn't want to change my cover idea because I'd had it for a long time. Um, so I ran across uh, Scott Campbell, who is an adult film star, and he lives in Kansas City. And I emailed him essentially and just said, hey, I, uh, I'm doing this record, and I'm an indie artist, and I think you would be great for it. And he checked out my music, and he liked it and said he was down. So four days later, there I was with Porn star in a cheesecloth. <laughs> and he, this uh, did not conflict at all with any of his personal spiritual beliefs? Uh, he has uh, similar views. Okay, good, good. And um, the bodily fluids uh, that were featured in part of the photo shoots, um, sure. real, staged? Do you really think that I have the budget to stage something like that? <laughs> No. And it's funny. Let's just we should just talk about what it is right, yes. away, right away. Anyway, so in uh, in in the album art, you can actually run across a picture of me dressed as a priest and Scott in his Jesus outfit, and we are at what is an altar where we had been receiving communion, and he is now urinating on me while I'm looking at him with affection. Mm-hmm. Now the 
you know, that photograph was not originally part of the idea. When we realized he was going to do the shoot, uh, we kind of brainstormed, not me and Scott, but, but Eric, my drummer, and I, over if we have a porn star who's going to do the cover, you know, what else might we be able to do? Take advantage know, of somebody who has, you know, already you know? Uh, inhibitions lowered. And uh, so the original concept for that photo um, was actually inspired by a uh, Clive Barker story where a priest raises a demon who baptizes the priest in urine. Ah. So it really stems from actually a, uh, a gay horror writer's mind, not mine. Um, but... You know, we came up with the idea, and I thought, that is so completely over the top. I just cannot do that. I'm completely freaked out about that. I, I don't want to do it. We had discussed it with the photographer, and she was like, okay, we can do it. And I, was, and I cheesed out on it initially. And then the day of the shoot, I was like, you know, this is stupid for me to be afraid of it. And if I'm afraid of doing something that I think is a good idea, I tend to force myself to do it. So we went ahead and, and propped you know, pop the idea on him when he arrived for the shoot, and he was like, all right. Because really, anything <laughs> that we executed in that photo shoot was nothing compared to stuff he does I on, imagine. on a semi-regular basis. So uh, anyway, we went ahead and did that. And contrary to what uh, the lyrics of the song Sir might lead you to believe, that was actually the first golden shower I'd ever received. Really? Really. I did it for the art, sincerely. It was, all, it was really <laughs> well, all about that. Well, after the uh, art had been recorded for posterity, then uh, did you kind of freak out that you were covered in piss? Um, well, I took a shower. Yeah, <laughs> an actual shower. Mm-hmm. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took a shower. But, uh, yeah, no, I did totally freak out, actually, for a while, because I was like, that's... Re-. I mean, like... We were unsure of what we were going to do with it. And when, you know, if we did the photo and we thought it was tasteless or it sucked, we weren't going to use it. Yeah. You know, if it came off contrived, we weren't going to use it. But at the end of the night, we reviewed all the photos and everybody was really proud of the work we had done. Um, Alicia Ruskin, who uh, is a local Lawrence photographer. And, yes, and uh, more full disclosure, actually does some work for Lawrence.com. Yes, it's true. Um, but... She did the album art and also my promotional photos, and it was great working with her. And I think we had all been kind of insecure about the idea of doing that photo, um, but everybody was happy with it. And I think it looks artistic, not trashy. Yeah. Um, I, you know, when you do something that's conflicting with people's beliefs or could be potentially offensive, you have to be 100% behind what you're doing or else it's going to come off as looking stupid. Mm-hmm. And I don't really feel that's the case there. Um, I know that. So you don't think it was confrontational just for the sake of being oh, it, confrontational, or is it? Um, not not to uh, denigrate to that say, as as an artistic uh, sure it's con- goal it, that. But was that the point? Was just to be confrontational? Not just it? to be confrontational. I mean, I feel like it's it composes part of the record, and to be quite honest, the picture itself is underneath the tray which is a solid tray and we did that intentionally as well not only as a nod to some of the fun 90s artwork done by tool Tool. yeah um but also because animal is about asking questions and about exploring ideas and maybe not finding what you expect and i remember the first time i had seen this weird you know, differentiation in value on that tool cover and popped it open and was like, holy shit, what is this? And so that's kind of the idea that we were hoping is that people will notice there's something there and then 
because of their curious nature, find it. party that you had for Animal. Uh, you brought Scott, is his name, right? Scott Campbell. Scott Campbell. Mm-hmm. He actually recreated his role at sure. the release party yeah. uh, and was strung up on a cross, is that right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mark Hennessy from 1950DA and formerly of Pa, we built a cross in his backyard that afternoon. <laughs> yep, and strapped, strapped Scott to it and he hung there through our whole set. He said he couldn't feel his hands afterwards and I felt really bad about that, but He's a super trooper. <laughs> He's great. Got to do it for the people. Yeah, Got to do it for the know, people. And he, it was his suggestion initially. So he's been a real asset to me as far as like helping compose a, a really nice package for the record. And uh, he's just a really nice guy, actually, which I wasn't too sure. Um, we hadn't met before we did the photo shoot. And so you never know what it's, you know, who you're actually going to be meeting or, or what they're like. But. Thankfully, he was a super nice guy and completely relaxed because the whole shoot, I was just so tense. We had to shoot the back picture with the communion piece. Um, there's 120 pictures of, the, of us exchanging communion wafers because I wouldn't relax. I just It looked stiff and fake. It, it was really difficult for me to do that shoot. <laughs> I wonder why. Well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, just going to dress up as a priest getting defiled by a bald Jesus. Another day at the office. Yeah, well, that's, you know. I mean, I think that people, you know, can can look at, at that and and take it as that, you know, oh, I'm, I'm trying to be over the top. And I guess to some extent we are. Um, you know, it would be naive of me to expect everyone to accept that image. And be happy about it. Mm. You know, I expect some some negative feedback from it. Would you kind of hope for some negative feedback? Sure, I guess so. I plan on sending the record off to to uh, focus on the family because uh, uh, they were such a great inspiration on it too. I listen to a lot of Christian radio, so and I noticed you actually have a website called www.godhatescharlesmcvay.com. We do. Yeah, it's been up for almost a month now, so. You can go visit me at www.godhatescharlesmcvay.com if you like. There's also just charlesmcvay.com mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And um, 
for uh, compare and contrast, you can also visit www.godhatesfags.com uh, just to see what the inspiration was. Would oh. you would you consider Fred Phelps an inspiration for this album? This is why I have that site, yeah. and it's not because I think Fred Phelps is anything but an asshole. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, the Phelps have spent a good deal of time milking attention off of the celebrity of others. And they go and they protest funerals and they go and they protest appearances by celebrities that don't even have anything to do with their stupid message. And they do that just in an attempt to get attention. So I didn't feel guilty in the least of doing the same thing back to them. Mm. Do you... <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, do you hope at some point to be picketed by Fred Phelps? Would you consider that a badge of, of honor and a sign that you've made it? Uh, I don't think it would be so much that I've made it because I don't think that it really takes much to get their attention um, or that you have to be a significant person to do so. However, I think having the Phelps protest one of my performances would be great because they would be a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And let's talk a little bit more about that. Did growing up in Kansas, which is considered in the bleeding red heart of Republican America, conservative Judeo-Christian America, did that directly influence you as an artist and therefore animal? Oh, of course it did. You know, it's funny. I didn't even notice how far back uh, animal would have started until I started doing interviews for it. And everybody asks me. What was your childhood like with regard to religion? Well, I hadn't even pondered that this even happened in my childhood. I initially, I thought that you know my disillusionment came around the time of puberty because um, that's when I first remember really starting to question things. But um, my parents were from different religions. Uh, my mother uh, was raised a Baptist. My father raised a Catholic. And as a child there would be these disagreements on how I was supposed to be raised and what church I was supposed to be being brought up in. And, you know, I just thought it was the stupidest thing because I I just really didn't get it. As a child, my, you know, very vague concept of God as being God is good seemed to think that anybody who believed in God, you know, that we'd all be getting along. But, of course, that's not really the case, is it? Obama era. <laughs> Do you sense that there might be some thawing in some of the um, sort of calcified religious beliefs in this country, especially and in particular in regards to gay marriage? You know, we see that Iowa uh, legalized it, Vermont just legalized it. Uh, Do you see any sort of loosening of the grip of? the conservative Christian agenda in America. It's it's going both ways, to be quite honest. Um, 
I think that secular ideas are becoming more popular. Um, but on the same note, I think that over the past 10 years, uh, right-wing fundamentalists have made great advances in their political power. I mean, we did get George Bush elected twice. So I think that should say something right there about the power of the fundamentalist vote. They're a very dedicated group of people. And, you know, regardless of whether or not a group has irrational beliefs, um, you know, anybody who's as dedicated to, you know, raising their children and, you know, Christianity in particular, I guess most religions really focus a lot on indoctrinating their beliefs in people at an early age. And it's harder for you to dispel what you see as being untrue when you're older, if you've had it shoved down your throat your whole life, you know, um, that was kind of one of the things too, that I found about writing animal that I didn't realize about myself is that the actual disillusionment that I felt the separation between God when I was making these, you know, periods happen that because I had at a young age been taught this thing of God and believed that God existed and was looking out for me and wanted to have a personal relationship with me that losing that actually felt like a real loss to me and emotionally it kind of devastated me you know um I don't have any kind of belief in an afterlife um free will is really a question to me anymore I'm not real sure about that um, and I think that, you know, part of Animal was just me coming to grips with those things for myself. Like, I had to put it on paper. Yeah. You know, I had to write about it in order to actually work through it. And you mentioned that you, you actually were kind of saddened by the loss of the relationship that you had uh, with, with God. And did, did you find that maybe through writing this album, you perhaps have a bit more sympathy for people of a religious nature and um, empathy even for the uh, the feelings they have uh, for a higher being. No, I have no more admiration for religion after doing this record than really? I did. Not at all. I do, however, feel a closer kinship to Jesus, though, um, just in the concept of uh, sacrifice. There was a lot of things that, through the progress of this record, I ended up losing over it, and uh, some of that being within my personal life. But... Um, you know, you see no good that could come from organized religion. I think a lot of good can come from people who are in organized religions. I think that has to do with an individual. I think that religion can be inspiring. But I think that, you know, the idea that we have, you know, morality, you know, derived from religion or that the idea thou shalt not kill, you know, came from God. And that's an imperative from God, not just, you know... A, a good idea um, <laughs> is is silly you know we don't my problem with religion is that people are taking irrational beliefs and acting on them and it's not just within christianity it's within all religions and i think that you know we have you know 21st century technology with you know 14th century values at times and that kind of thing is a bad deal for us um, you know, we have people in other parts of the world that kill each other on a regular basis due to religious differences. They don't even know each other. All they know is, you know, you're a Jew and you're a Muslim, you're a Christian, and that's worthy of death. And that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And so if that's the kind of ideas that religion fosters up, then I don't want to have any part of it. 
Although, do you think that maybe that's less to do with religion and more to do with human nature and religion is just an excuse no. to act on those impulses? I have more faith in human nature than that. Ah. So you, without a These belief system, or I should say a, a, a belief system that fits into organized religion, uh, you've maybe become more optimistic about human nature? Um, I feel like... I feel like human beings have really great potential. And I think that we have held ourselves back with ideas and moralities that have been presented by religion that was really aimed at controlling us, allowing, you know, the church, which was the most powerful entity, you know, centuries ago into now political powers. Um, I feel like it's really held us back. Um, I mean, we have people who don't even want evolution taught in school. And though I have to admit that I do agree that it's a theory and that it's not necessarily provable, and nor do I have any idea where the actual origin of life comes from, that's not a bad, I, bad thing. I'd rather know that I don't know than make something up to make myself feel more comfortable. Switching gears to uh, sure. politics, do you find it kind of ironic that the the right, the conservative Republican right in this country, uh, are now embarking on a series of protests against the Obama administration involving tea bags? Um. Have you heard about? Have you heard about, have you heard about the, the tea parties? Tea yeah, uh, Fox News in particular. Oh, is this a taxes thing. Yeah, the, the, uh, Glenn Beck and Sean Hannity are trying to foster this grassroots movement to protest Obama's stimulus package because they think it's, I guess, taxation without representation what are or something. They doing with tea bags? Well, they're they're trying to harken back to the Boston Tea Party and the original the revolutionaries yeah. and uh, their modern day uh, corollary with that is. To to just uh, get a bunch of people together with some Lipton tea bags and wave them around uh, on street corners. So they're essentially uh, tea bag. Yeah, they're tea bagging. I just find it very rich that they're uh, sort of railing against this liberal, socialist, probably gay black man in the White House by tea bagging their way to the future. 
<laughs> what a waste of time. <laughs> I mean, the, see, the, and that's the kind of thing I'm talking about is that, you know, I, I hear stuff on Christian radio that just blows my mind. Like people who, you know, there's political shows that I like to listen to and where the host is actually railing against health care for all. Yeah. Why? <laughs> you know, I mean, these are the same people who, you know... What exactly that has to do with uh, the teachings of Jesus, I don't know. It's not. It's, 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 a, it's political. It's all about people trying to re- retain control or their perception of control. Mm. And it's, it's just silly. I mean, that's my th- what makes me so frustrated with the surge in these kind of things is that people seem to be willing to believe any bullshit that the church puts out because they were told to and they don't think about it rationally. And, and, you, they, can't, and you can't argue with them with facts because they say, well, that's all well and good, but this is what I believe. Well, exactly. And, that's, and that in itself is silly. You know, I mean, Dawkins brings up a great point in his book, The God Delusion, that anybody, you know, they say that, you know, this belief I hold is a religious belief and therefore unchallengeable by you. You need to respect me no matter how irrational and stupid my belief is because it is a religious belief. And we have this notion in our country that that's, that's appropriate. And over, I guess, not even just our country, but all over the world. And that's kind of a silly notion. Ideas need to be questioned for their validity and how they apply to real life, not on... Um, you know, making, um, you know, a species feel a little bit more comfortable about their, you know, bane existences. <laughs> you mentioned Dawkins, and that reminds me of a joke. Did you hear about the dyslexic insomniac atheist? Um, he was up all night trying to find dog? Yeah, he, he was up all night. He couldn't get to sleep because... He couldn't <laughs> figure out if there was a dog or not. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to. Yeah, I know. It's actually, <laughs> even, even trying to uh, use the setup for that takes some uh, forethought. Uh, <laughs> well, I think that's as silly and inane a spot as any that we could uh, uh, close this podcast. Uh, in, in closing, Charles S. McVeigh, whose new album Animal is now out there it is ready it's, ready for dissemination you can find it on cdbaby.com and um also locally you can pick it up at the love garden and at keeves downtown hmm. and in closing for maybe your next album which religious figure would you like to urinate on you um for my next album there will probably be none Oh, I don't think I'll touch on religion for a while. Okay, so you're not gonna have like Buddha popping a squat uh, on you? No, I don't think so. I don't. You know, that's a good idea though. We'll run it by the band. I don't know, Gavin. <laughs> I still have to finish up with this record and tour. You know, you think first things for uh, first things way first. ahead of the game. Right. Who will urinate on me next? I don't know. <laughs> my my vote's for Mother <laughs> Teresa. That would be interesting. <laughs> All right, Charles S. McVeigh. Thank you very much for joining us at Lawrence. Thanks for having me, Gavin. If you had your way, I wouldn't stand at all. 